Welcome. Welcome. I'm Naz. I'm Zulu. I'm Damola. And this is In Blood Meet and, and Greet. With all of your favorite stars. And us asking all your favorite questions. And a nice slice of banter toasting. Let's, Let's get, get started. started. Hi, guys. <laughs> I don't want to say anything because I'm so sad because this is going to be the last episode that we're recording for you guys for this season. And so I was feeling so sad and melancholic. Wow. Uh, is this your auditioning for I, a role I in the next what, movie? I, you yeah, filled the audition. You no, filled no, the audition. No, no, no. You remember I was supposed to be a brand ambassador. I'm telling them I can act to small small. <laughs> just enter the movie and act. Be like me. <laughs> just yes, just put yourself, just give yourself um, extra number three that spoke and became a day player. <laughs> That's like it. Yes. All right, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Inbox Meet and Greet podcast with us. Yes. I mean, if we introduce ourselves again, won't you beat us? Yes. So it's fine. And you have abused us about our introductions are bad, so take it. Yeah, let's just... And then when both of you came on, on the Perfect Eminent episode, we were like, well, our introductions are bad. <laughs> but we should just stop the introductions. We should just start the episode. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Let's yes, let's, let's just should, go. Or we should get someone, anybody that is like an upcoming host. <laughs> just come and host us in and host us out. <laughs> <laughs> because I was just like, wow. You mean that's how they do it? <laughs> yes, now nah, you just call me, you'll do the no, intro. No, and I mean when Bobby introduced yeah. us, I was like, that's how they do it. Is it professional? Like, guys, Is it professional? See, see things, things, you know how you watch football and I'm like, kick the ball, can't see, pass that guy, ball to the right, you know? Guys, everybody looks at film, football, all the arts that I can do it better. That, this hosting thing we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you categorically. Oh, it's not just hosting. You know. If you enter our comment section, now be like, let the let your guests talk. You people talk too much. <laughs> yes, but at least you notice that that one. At least we that one. We that feedback we also took. So we are trying to be better at that. We are trying. So try. when we come back for the next season, check us on that. We are learning small, small, slowly yes. sure. yes. I mean, because you know, as I said, we are not experts at this. But enough excuses. Um, we, we keep doing this because we have a lot of fun doing it. Um, but we, and funny enough, normally we end up with like three or four solo episodes a season. But this season, our producers were so efficient that they, they were like, no, no, no. Nobody wants to hear you people Nobody talk. wants to hear you talk. So they, so they, so they fully guested out the entire thing. Yeah, shout out, Ada. Yeah. Shout out, Etienne. Yeah, well yes. done, guys. I mean, no, I... but this, this, this season was amazing because we had like, I think we spread it out a bit more. Because as much as we had actors, our actors on um, what they call it, the Blood Covenant, our actors on um, what the, they, on, perfect uh, the Perfect Arrangement, we had like a DOP, John Dems, we had a lawyer come and talk about IP, we had Fowles come and talk about being a two-minute man and music. We, I mean, we had Bimbo, Bimbo, you know. So it's been a mixed bag, and I think this has been one of the best seasons so far. Yeah. It's been, it's been, yeah, it's been Like fun. fine wine, we get better with yes. age. It's like, it literally encapsulates using small water lids, <laughs> like our <laughs> philosophy that you just, just start, Sha, yeah. eventually you, you, it will pick up. And you can see that we are shamelessly still putting our perfect arrangement here. Because if you haven't seen it in cinema, what are you waiting for? Please yeah. go and watch our film. It's a sweet romantic film. Yes. Please. But I'm wearing the other romantic film on my chest. Your first your directorial debut? <laughs> yes, my directorial debut. Don't worry, I don't have Sharon inside, so it's fine. People might mix it up. <laughs> <laughs> one is on Netflix, one is on cinema. They can't mix it up. It's, it's so funny that I, I realized, I was telling somebody recently that I have never actively decided to direct a film. Every film I've directed is by accident. Well, who, oh, Who's the Boss is also by accident. Yes. That's true. Yes, yeah, so there's a scheduling issue for Who's the Boss, a scheduling issue for... Um, 
Perfect arrangement, and I think by now we probably have announced the setup too. Yeah, so setup too. and also this, this one still saying we probably have a hasn't shocked. We have announced it. Everybody has announced it. Like... I don't know which one they are talking about. Everybody knows that setup two is coming, and you, you you want to know the actors that are inside, the same people that were in the last one. Plus simple, plus oh. a few extras. Uh -huh. Simple. Yeah. So I mean, I, and I guess um, one of the things, and this is something that I we should like to talk about this because it's something that we've talked actually about on the show, but we've talked about it sideways, which is that what is the value of Nollywood IP and how that builds over time, right? Mm -hmm. So you see that like increasingly, we are making more and more sequels, but, but not always to ideas that you would have thought sequelable. You get what I'm saying? Yes. Because there's so much, because it's almost like there's so much interest. See, let me actually break down what you're saying. You remember in the past, Every Nollywood movie had part one, part two, part three, part four, part five. And then everybody like hated it basically, said mm -hmm. things against it. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, <laughs> we're back to it. <laughs> I think I think back, the buckle up. I think it's not that sequeling has never been a problem. Because if you look at it, even Hollywood they do it as well. Mm -hmm. Nollywood, mm -hmm. we do it as well. I think it's it's when you can surprise people with the stories that you are telling, that it's mm -hmm. not the obvious option that you go with. So this movie ended this way, then instantly you mm -hmm. move on, and I can almost tell you word for word what the movie will be about. Mm -hmm. But you keep surprising people, bringing new dimensions, adding better people, uh, adding characters that improve on the story or take the stories in newer directions. So mm -hmm. I think that yeah, really always having strong reasons. See, the real attraction is the built-in audience. Let's stop lying to ourselves. No, as in, from a commercial filmmaker's <laughs> perspective, because of your built-in audience, it's easier for you to market the movie. The possibilities of the, the financial upside is but there. But I'm even saying is that even from, look at, you, we can take like a movie like Fast and Furious, mm -hmm. that they are on 9, 10, or whatever is number they are. Fast X, yeah, so 10. Yeah. Yeah. They keep adding new stuff, but they keep taking the story in new directions, oh, yes, right? So that's what keeps people coming yes. back. So it's not so much that you have your. You, it's a way for you to. It's a way for you to find what your what your built-in audience likes, and then playing into that, and then still finding ways to surprise them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because I mean, because it's interesting because we announced three sequels in the Amazon deal, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Moms at War two, set up two, and. Um, New, New Money 3. Yes. yes. AKA Files, um, Qualms, Qualms Money 2. Oh, that's so cute. AKA <laughs> Qualms Money 2. I mean, I guess Damola does, does not, like, he has decided that this is the fight he'll go down to. Nah, this one, I'm dying here. Yeah. So, 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 and I find that, like, all three of them are very, very different things. Like, so, um, Setup 2 is more of a, a, I guess what genre is that? Like, Setup was a more of a thriller um, type thing, mm -hmm. and the second one evolves some in that direction. Um, we actually, and this is, so New Money is going to be one that's interesting. So we literally turned it almost into a, an action comedy in a way, from the first one to the second one. So the first one was a straight up rom-com. The second one was more of a, an action comedy. Rom-com? Yes, now, New Money. New Money wasn't a rom-com. It was. It was. Think about it, the actual concept of it. it was, so, it was a, so it was a drum come in the vein of working girl, right? So it's a rom com where part of the goal is the self actualization of the female lead. AKA drama by Nigerian style. Drama joke. No, but, but like, I mean, so like, it's, yeah, so like, it literally was. So, like, the inspiration for, for, the, for the way that film was structured was mm -hmm. a film that I love. It's called Working Girl, directed by Mike Nichols, starring Melanie Griffith. Everybody mm -hmm. should watch it. I mean, even though now it's old, Chad, but still watch it, Chad. Melanie Griffith, that Harrison. That movie, was, that movie Harrison. came out in 1988 or 1989. Yes, exactly. Harrison Ford, Sigourney Weaver. Like, it was like, 
it's a movie about people finding themselves at work, et cetera, et cetera. So, I've seen it, but I have no recollection of it. Yes. So in a weird way, also Who's the Boss is sort of inspired by that, but from a different angle. But like the point is that like, so those types of stories, literally the goal is not necessarily the romance, mm-hmm. even though they took quality a romantic comedy. It's like, um, what's it called? Devil West Prada, which is also one of the, it's also in that vein, where the romance is not the point. Exactly, it, it's not the point. It's but it's still romantic. quality romantic comedy. Yeah, it's drama with romance. <laughs> but, but I guess romantic drama maybe, but I guess they just, you know, like for labeling, it's all romantic mm. comedy, but yeah, right, it's probably yeah. more of a romantic drama. Yeah. So yeah, so those romantic drama D type things, so that's, mm. what the, that's what the first one was. And the third one, I mean, is going to be, it may, it's probably because I think that that action comedy vein is fun, mm-hmm. but, we may, but I was thinking that maybe we actually just do a broad comedy. Like for for the third one, I'm always up for broad comedy, man. So and Nigerians are always up for. So like it's comedy. more of a hijinks on Sue broad comedy mm-hmm. in the vein of planes, trains, and automobiles, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Because I feel that like you find that like, I mean, there's something that like the one talked about when we did the perfect arrangement about how someone like Sharon is really really funny in real life, mm-hmm. right? And people don't tap into it's like Damola's real um, version that he uses other than Sharon is Robert De Niro about how Robert De Niro is one of the funniest people in real life, but you, yeah. you never got to show it until yeah. meet, the, meet the parents. Meet the parents. Meet the in-laws. Meet the no, meet the parents is... Meet the fuckers. Meet the parents. No, meet the fuckers. Ben, ben no, it's the same one, one, but that's like part three. Right, meet the fuckers. Right, right. So, so it was meet the parents, meet the fuckers, little fuckers. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so meet the in-laws is Nia's film. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's true. Wow. Yeah, so, so basically, yeah. So, so, and I guess that's one of the, one of the things that, that sequels also allow you to do. It allows you to, like Damala said, push the f- boundaries of the film a little bit and expand the genres. So you can tell that we are just having fun making film. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. I know, but right about now, we also need a break because we've <laughs> literally back to back to back since December last oh, year. Oh, that's cute. Wait, June. Now. No, since June, June last year. Yes, we started yeah, shooting we Superstar yeah. and, and, then, yes. and, and then, Charge and Bill. And then so, yeah, we shot the series. Then we shot the series. Yes. Then we jumped into Blood Covenant. Blood Covenant. Then, then Perfect we Arrangement. Did Perfect Arrangement. Then, then we, did, we did pickups. No, for, for Blood Covenant of, also. Yes, Blood we did pop, And then yes. we did set up. Then we set set up right now. No, so. and then then no, and then the break isn't coming because we have two films that are the last two films of the year. In that we're shooting in June. So um, um, currently titled No Way Through and First Son. So after that, us. you can go on a break. <laughs> bear with us, bear with us, bear with us. I don't think so because we're still going to have a lot of other things that we're doing. We're no, 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 no. So the next shoot after the June one is October. So we're actually taking a break from film. Which break? No, I'm serious. Between June and October, we end in July, right? There's no break. You want a break? We can't. The violin taken <laughs> by force. No, no. So July, so August, September, we're definitely not shooting. That I know for sure. So that's what that's what they said. No, no. Were you supposed no. to be shooting in June? You, no, it was supposed to be May, so we moved. Yes. My point is. No, so basically, so we're taking a longer shot. We're, we're always shooting, mm-hmm. and we're always doing something. But Mike, I have one. Where is house job coming out? That's the question. No, not they, when they've been chasing us on, on the Instagram house and the job, social media. House job, when it comes out, you will be happy. You'll be happy and you'll be definitely be amazed because we're trying to put something together for it because we feel that it is something worth rather than just putting it on YouTube, we believe that there is there is so much more that that that, that um, bit of content can do and achieve. Mm. But I have one question that I want to lo- us to look at. So we're doing all of these movies. Are we worried at any point about oversaturation of the marketplace? Oversaturation? No, content. Yeah, we don't make enough movies. There, there are hundred, there are hundred 
Nigeria movies released to cinema every year? Yes. <laughs> we make five or six. So, so the marketplace <laughs> is always asking for more. There's demand. Yeah. There is demand. I, we are very sure of that. Yeah. And there is a constant demand for knowledge. I think the movies. question would be like when Files came here and said like people's attention span have shrunk. Yes. Has shrunk. Have mm. has shrunk. Has, has shrunk. shrunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's now the question. Are people willing to watch long form content films? Or are they willing to do the series, take a break, series, take a uh, you know, episode, take a break, episode, take a break? Um, are they willing to watch it in bits, you know, online, pause, go and do something, come back? Do they want to binge? Because some, for someone like me, I'm a reality fan, you know, a reality TV junkie. I want to watch everything. So literally, I would wait till I have six hours and watch things on 2x speed, <laughs> stuff like that. So what is what, what do people want now? That's the question I think. No, so, what, so they what want all of it. No, what I was asking mm. was this, is... Oversaturation in the sense that, as with most people, mm -hmm. I think I read somewhere that most Nigerians who go to the cinema go once a month. Yeah, mm -hmm. I said that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember where, where I heard it from. But I was like, okay. So if we do once a month, right, and we have a movie coming out roughly... Once a month. Once a month. Or once every five, eight weeks. Or yeah. five, months, or five months out of the year, right? Mm -hmm. Is there a challenge where my audience can say, well, I might choose to skip this Inkblot movie because there's this other movie that I want to see, and then this is... I know that it's, it's, a, it's a weird... It's a, it's a, it's, and I know that I'm not articulating this well, but it's one of the things that I worry about. Okay, so, let me, so I, let's, let's have the math version of the conversation. Mm, so yes, at go. any given time in a given month that is not Christmas, there are roughly 150,000 tickets roughly sold, sold, sold yeah. in a given month, Yes. right? So that, that's roughly, so roughly, roughly, roughly 300 million of box office if in a given it, month, at roughly. One, at what, at 2009. So maybe, yeah. so let's make the math easier. Let's say 200,000, so 400K across all the sites. It's probably more, it's probably less, but let's just use that number, right? Yep. So in every given month. Now, if you are the dominant film, you are the film that everybody who is going to the tickets to see, you make 400. Now, think about it, nobody makes 400 million, right? Yep. So. People hardly make No, no, in a month. In oh, a right, month. Right, like, right. literally, it's only in Christmas. No, yeah. Or Avengers, where literally... Even in Christmas, you don't make 400 in a month. You um, make it over... Uh, no, I'm quite a man did this last time. Oh, these Hollywood <laughs> titans. No, but... Yeah, but did that in a month. In, 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 in a month. No, no, in a month period. You know, okay. it didn't yeah, come out. From yeah. the 17th... In, in four weeks. In four, in four weeks, weeks, he made 400, over yeah, 400 million. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Even no. Omogeto, I think, oh, made 400 million. Omogeto was somewhere around that. Yes. No, no and, not, in, not in four weeks. Yes, it was, because it ended, oh, it ended it up... It was 200 and something. I think 270 Christmas, something. In That's Christmas week. Christmas. No, it's four weeks, so you mm -hmm. have to yeah. go forward. It was 300. And it broke a record roughly. It was roughly four weeks. Maybe it's like maybe five. Okay. Yeah, so let's... Okay, so you see... Well, I'll be happy if Omogeto did it. So it's yes. not just Hollywood. So you I see that, that 400 million... Normally, so one film is roughly about 50% of the demand, right? So that's why in a given month, one film makes 100 to 150, or 30 to 50%, right? So there's that one film. So then you have films that split, then you then split out. Films that are 70 million, 50 million, 30 million, 20 million, 5 million, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you see, what you want is either to be the, the film that is targeting 150, or the film that is targeting 70 to 80. So you want to be number one or number two. You, mm -hmm. So the question is, what does it take to be number one or number two in any given decision period? Now, you can exist as number three or number four. You make 40 million, 50 million in cinema, which mm -hmm. is where sort of like a lot of films sort of end up, mm -hmm. right? But you see, how do you push it to become number one or number two? 
It's like, what is the marketing? What is the camp? What is the spectacle? What is the car? So there's many elements that go into this. Even the premiere going crazy. Like, so you, get like, exactly. so, so, so you see, the things are like, that is a, I'm happy to try to solve that problem every, every time we go. Because mm. it is an opportunity every time. Yeah, that's it what is. this whole thing is about, really. We're trying to, to grow and we have to push the boundaries and, you know, take all those chances and experiment I, and it's I it's totally it's agree. So. I totally agree. <laughs> it's just that there's that challenge where every single time you look at it and ask, it's pretty much like the same way. Well, the standout year for cinema in Nollywood was 2018. 19. No, 18, where that was the Sugar Rush. No, Sugar Rush was 19. Wasn't it? Yes, it was 19 into the pandemic. So 2018 was King of Boys and Chief Daddy. Uh, King of Boys and Chief Daddy. Yes. And Your Excellency was... 2019 was, was Sugar Your, Rush, yeah. Like, so Your Excellency was, was merriment to Sugar Rush, Your Excellency that Christmas. Mm. Set up earlier in the year. Um, so, yes, I and, think um, 2018 was the, good, was the year. Yes, no, 2019 2018 was, was a than good year. Then 2019, we went from... 80-something movies in cinema, Nollywood movies in cinema, to a hundred and something. Like, we doubled that number almost instantly. And I felt that that affected some movies because there was now, like, a huge... It was, like, I think it was also, like, oversupply as well, against no, But demand. not really, because, you see, the honest truth is that if you study all movies, and this is the actual horrible truth, 80% of the box office is, is gotten by the top 30 films, or maybe 90%, something ridiculous like that. Yes. So, you see, that has always been the case. So the issue is more that the more ambition comes into the market, the harder it is for your film to be number one or number two choices because everybody's aggressively making stuff. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and also there are also surprises. So take Blood Covenant, right? So Blood Covenant was positioned to be number one or number two film, right? For that Easter period. King of Thieves showed up and did what it did. I think by now it's probably madness. at 250, 300, 300 mm -hmm. million. Mm -hmm. And also, you now had the overperformance of a film like Morbius and a film like, like Sonic the Hedgehog, right? So my point is like, you never, like, and it, this is the beauty of a film. Everybody is doing what they are doing. So, yep. you, so yes, you, because you cannot keep saying, oh, there's this film. You just have to run your race. But can and, we just rewind a little and just tell everyone that I predicted 300 million for King of Thieves? Actually, she did, actually, before it came out, yes. After the premiere, she's, Julie said that this one can get to 300. Yes, yes. I'm just giving myself my accolades. Same way I predicted a lot of other big films. But... So what did you predict on Blood Covenant? Predicting somebody else's own. So you see, no, no, no. So predicting somebody else's own. about the success rate. Uh, people only talk about the, about the, see, that's the thing, right? So it's called, it's, there's a, it's a survivorship bias. You only talk about, about the good ones you predict. You don't predict about it. But you see, at the end of the day, right? Oh, my goodness. I, I always find that, um, <laughs> and this is the beauty of film. Things have an opportunity to surprise you and mm -hmm. things have an opportunity to live on. So like one of the weirdest things is this. So Superstar is on Amazon Prime and it's been for a while. But because Amazon Prime is, hasn't fully launched in Nigeria, it's not throwing a lot of marketing weight behind it. Mm -hmm. But people are discovering the film. Yeah. People are reaching out to Nancy, to Timini, to AK, to Eku, to tell them, oh my God, I love this film, I love Dune, et cetera, et cetera. And so there's that one thing that they say in Hollywood, that a good film always finds a home. Yeah. So, the, so, the, so the idea that, yes, you want there's to make the best film, you want to make the box office, all those things, all of that is true. But at the end of the day, we are also filmmakers. And the thing that we want more than anything is to make a good film. Because mm -hmm. that is what, because look at, like the best example is Setup. Setup, when it came out, made 54 million in cinemas and sent all of us into a quasi depression. Depression. Because that, like. That was one I predicted that really just. Because you see, that film was really. So there was a really um, funny wow. thing that we caught. I was watching the other day, which is like from this. 
It's called, it's, the clip was called Amazing, and it was set to Amazing because right. when we watched the, um, what's it called, the audience reactions, all of them said the word amazing. Like, literally, yes. it wasn't that we scripted them, okay, now, now, say amazing. No. Like, literally, like, the, different amazing. or 10 or 15 people, and then we cut it to, everyone says you're amazing. So mm -hmm. we, and the premiere was hype. People were, were, like, we really were really, really expecting 150 for that film. Mm -hmm. And then least. it came out, and it did 54. And we were so confused. Like, we were actively confused. Because we'll go and sit in the cinema halls, and people are losing their minds. And they are, we are showing all those reaction videos that the people are standing over, clapping and stomping their feet. And it made 54 million. And we're like, oh, well, maybe we got it wrong. Because we actually thought, you know what? Maybe those are, were at random audiences that, you know, maybe like we should get. Mm -hmm. But then something happened when you went, went on Netflix, right? And then people were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But you see, that's not even the interesting thing that, on the Netflix thing. It was that it traveled. Like literally, outside of the Nigerian audience, people loved the film. And so the setup has become this film that people point to as a film out of Nigeria because, yes, the box office didn't wow us, but people appreciate the film and the fact that the film exists. Yes. And so sometimes you have to remember that there's the commercial part, but that you also, at the end of the day, we make films. Like, we are artists. We make stuff. Yes. So, so should we now just say that we're not doing cinema? No, because, that's, because cinema <laughs> is where the life is. How nothing, dare No, it's nothing that we're not just that we're not doing cinema. Hell no. Not me and you. Hell I want no. to sit in that Sulele crowd and hear them shouting. I want to sit in the in the lucky crowd, hearing them fight, not shout. But you no. can also be you can also be on other places where people can now be carrying your name on Twitter and be arguing about your movie on Twitter. No, you but you see, but you get both now because as, remember the films go from cinema to streaming. Okay, I yeah. agree. I don't know. So you see, and that's what and like Zulu said, and it's series. Also good. Let these things keep humbling us. You know, you cannot just always be top, be top, wins, top, top. Yeah, these things need to humble no, you. No, no, no. I don't like that kind. Of, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> what kind of? Are you? Are you? Are you a national fan? <laughs> Are you a national fan? But you are a national fan. That's not fun that we'll be talking like that. But you know the man you found now, they now are used to humility. They have joined us. See, just small, just because you can't enter top four. Now, as a man you find, you're not talking oh, let's be humble. It's not every time you'll be winning. We'll be right back after this. And welcome back. God. So, I mean, so I don't know, because like, so you see this thing, like, it's like, so that whole... No, but the thing is, sorry, the thing is, this thing is so unpredictable. And yeah. I think that's also the beauty of it. Because no matter how fantastic it is, and um, look, I'm even saying about King of Things, for instance, and saying, oh, I said 300 million. King of Things could have come out at a time where another big Hollywood title came out, or xenophobia happened and they burnt down Circle Mall, <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Because those no, are that's different. Xenophobia and the burning down was separate. So there have oh, been two right. separate problems. <laughs> That just happened together. No, Jennifer, uh, but Jennifer was Love is War, yeah. which then became one of the most successful films on Netflix. Yeah. So much that Omani is telling us that we need to make Love is War, so people are changing. And I was like, how can? Oh, and yeah. then I figured I out the story. I remember that can conversation. I remember that I conversation where she was like, let's do Love is War too. And that's I was like, what? No, why? No, and this, no, like this is literally in real time a week ago. Yeah. And then I was on a walk and I was like, fuck. And at least it was like, mm. there's a story, there's and it's a mad, and it's, going, and it's going to be fun. There's always a story. Mm. But the point is... So, look at... So, Omane, you are right. Love is what's coming soon. Oh. <laughs> 2024 <laughs> or 5. We will have that conversation. 2024 or 5. We will have that conversation. 2024 or 5. We will have that conversation. As the script is coming, you know, just delete. <laughs> delete. Did you read the script, though? <laughs> you, don't worry, you see it in cinema. You, you, nah, come, to me, you come to me in Ozone, and we'll watch it together. <laughs> So yeah. the other bit I have is, beyond film, what else are the opportunities out there? Because 
I was talking, um, Udwa talked about something on Twitter, and I remember my response to it, where she said that um, there's no, you always wonder of new Nollywood, old Nollywood. There's, there's only Nollywood. There's only Nollywood. Yeah, I used to say that too. And I was like, what they mean by that is. I think both things are. Uh, both things are true. True. Yes, yeah. in that there's Nollywood. Forget mm -hmm. old or new. But if you look at it, your, your, I, I think your means of distribution also affects. Mm-hmm. Affects what era, what mm -hmm. era of Nollywood or what era of Hollywood you are in. So if you look at it, when we when Nollywood first started, it was video CDs, DVDs, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there was that video CD and DVD era. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then that era moved to then Silverbird came out to the first cinema. Then um, Filmhouse, Genesis, and the rest of them came on board. Now we're like in the cinema era. Mm -hmm. I think there is now like an, at an inflection point where we are now slowly moving to like no, but, no, but I think we're actually in this we're actually in the streaming era. Because yes, you, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, we, we, no, I think we're still one leg on one side, one leg on the no, other side. No, but I actually met somebody somebody from Google. YouTube is like the biggest like royalty payer for Hollywood. Yeah. Like Google pays yeah, apparently hundreds of millions mm -hmm. um, in in royalties to Nigerian content every uh, year. No, no. So that's like, what I'm saying. Music and it's, everything is changing right now where the way music artists had to basically reconfigure to suit streaming, we are in that same situation where if is cinema still the primary medium? Because I even have it right now where we put out a trailer. Clearly there in the trailer it is written, in cinemas on X and Y day, somebody will still come underneath and ask, eh, when is it coming to Netflix? Or when is this coming? Can I watch this on YouTube? And I'm like, why? Mm. You know, so I, then I think we're at that inflection point where things are moving. The distribution channels are changing. Should we also start to improvise where you can have a slate for cinema? Do I need to now create a slate for other platforms? So that that way I am hitting my audiences in multiple places and keeping so them... So the answer is obviously yes. You have to figure out multiple... Like, because you see, the thing about media is that it, like, it spans multiple, like... Distribution. And also multiple audiences, right? Mm -hmm. So you find that figuring out um, YouTube now, the question is, what is the right format for YouTube? Because there are a lot of people that have built, and Udrak is one of them, successful um, hour-long to 90-minute-long movies on YouTube and do really well. Um, you can count both the English language, Yoruba, Igbo. I mean, there's, I mean, even, like, then the skit... Makers are also really successful. So, the point is like, so there's I mean, that. Look at, there's, look at Red TV. Red there's TV. that entire universe. Web series. Web, yeah. No, Red TV was doing like web series and all of that. But sometime last year, they literally released their own movie. It mm. had Efewara. It had no, no, the two Fs. Yeah. <laughs> the two Efewara <laughs> and Efewara. Yes, I have. That's what I was trying to not mix up their names. I had both of them in that movie. I can't remember the title of the movie right now, but it was, a, it was an exclusive to Red TV. So even they are starting to do like yeah. two hour type movies that you can watch. And I guess, it, I guess the appeal of that is that I can watch the movie, pause it, go somewhere else, mm -hmm. you know, come back and then yeah, rewatch it. a segment of your audience likes movies. Yes. Because even like you watch, when you look at the, so when Netflix did the hours calculation, obviously series are more than movies. You watch series more because series are longer, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. But mm -hmm. sometimes people want movies. Right? I want to do something that in one hour, 30 minutes, in I can be yeah. in and out. Mm -hmm. and not have to invest three days. Mm -hmm. So, and, and, it's, and, it's, and I think that that's fine. But the other thing that's interesting is like the podcast of it all, right? So the audio, visual type content, content that, is, that, that, that feels like a talk show, but it's not really, et cetera, et cetera. You're beginning to see like there's an increasing move in Nigeria 
for, for podcasts. So like there's ours, which is hanging somewhere at the bottom of the watchable pocket, but you have things like, I said what I said, Timison, um, even the duo podcast that just launched with um, yes. Ibrahim and uh, Linda. Yeah. Like Linda. there's a lot of, and you're now beginning to see all that different flavors of podcasts that people want to have different experiences. I mean, Nathaniel Bassi, that's his name, right? the, mm -hmm. the one player. He has a very popular podcast. Um, I think Samademi also. Nathaniel Bassi. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think also Samademi as well. So you see that like, there's, like, there's significant demand for podcasts and podcasting. So you, I just think that like Nigerian the media space is becoming more and more mature. The only people that haven't yet moved, Terrestrial TV, because they have refused to commission. Oh, I thought you were even going to say like the actual infrastructure. No, it's Terrestrial TV. <laughs> well, they need to commission. Well, that's the it. Truth about it. Terrestrial TV, you need to commission, it, guys. Oh, wait, I guess develop it's, it's a industry. massive, it's a massive hole that it's, you don't have Terrestrial TV. And that TV is where you get all the all people that say I'm trying to break into Nollywood. Yeah. I, that's actually where yeah. there's work. That's yeah, Terrestrial TV. That that's the you. base load of commissioning. Yeah. There are 20 million TV households in Nigeria. Are you telling me that, nobody, that none of the TV stations can, that is a national Channel TV station, TV, how far? can, can, TVC. Put, can put out like a, a slate in nationwide state? Because nobody, they so, do news and sports. So when, so when you look at it like this, you have to, I guess the, the it's a, it's, I guess it's the numbers game, right? Mm -hmm. So when you ask yourself, Terrestrial TV hasn't paid a lot of attention to commissioning, partly because the money has flowed more towards your... News and sports. No, news and sports and your cable services. So news gets a lot of money, sports gets a lot of money, then your cable services get everything else when it comes to... No, but to I don't understand what you mean by the money has flowed. What makes the money flow? So, I don't think any terrestrial TV station right now has the money to basically invest in something like a Big because Brother, not like showing... reality TV or No, but Big whatever. Brother is sponsored now. We, know, we all know yeah. the numbers that they sponsor. Yes. Mm -hmm. So yes. why not? They're not yes. showing even an example of what they can do so to think, So like, even if they did it, so even if they said, you know what, I want to create a, a block, mm -hmm. one, a one or two hour block, try and get some sponsors behind it, develop this, develop that. Yeah. It's an I, experiment. I guess, I got, but you see, I guess there is a, com I guess there are conversations to be had and I guess it's also an area that I'm, the, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in. The bedrock of Partly because mm. that mm. is a free tier. Yes. So it's, and it's because it is ad-based, it's a free tier. If you look at Nigeria, Nigeria spending power. 20 million power. TV households, Dabola. Uh, no, they are not going far. No, it's, it's 20 way more than TV that. Households. It's way more no, than no, that. No, it's 20 million. It's way more than no, that. Let's even say it's 15, Damola. No, no, I'm, 10 oh. million. Compared to the amount of people that actually come to the cinema and how much money oh, is being made no, no, and cinema, how much change we are getting from cinema. big films, making, doing big things. Cinema is a drop in the pond. Exactly. So if you look at it this way, you have... More people online than people going to cinema. Mm -hmm. You have more people watching terrestrial. We have more people able to watch terrestrial TV and willing to watch terrestrial TV. Yeah. Than you have people and online. And stuck with terrestrial TV. Uh, yes, and yes. stuck with terrestrial TV because they don't have the spending power to buy things. Yeah. Because right. you, know, you know, there's also the in between. So there's the direct to um, there's the Go TV Saturday. So Go TV Star Time DSTV together yeah. all join maybe eight to ten million subs. Terrestrial TV in and Are you those sure people. Yeah, because by the time you add everybody, oh, but you know, okay. so here's the thing, right? DSTV probably spends a billion a year in content in Nigeria, right? Probably by the time you add TV, um, the, the foreign content, the license. Yeah, but, they, but you also things. know that because DSTV is pan. No, I know, pan, but my point is this. Africa no, right no, now. no, no, that's. I mean, that's their Nigeria spend. Mm. Is what I'm yeah. saying. So my point is this: there literally is a billion dollars of spend in terrestrial TV. There is. Period. It's just that, like nobody has figured out how to unlock it. But there's a billion dollars of spend easily. I, I believe so. 
I th- see, Nigeria is a massive country. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird dynamic, plus. partly because... 300 billion in GDP. Well, what is your, your TV ad market? Come on, it's not so 1% no, of GDP. But if you look nah. at this now, if you look at... So if, even if no, you take your... No, right creative industry. Creative industry. 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 Okay, but, okay, but if you look at your... Even your streaming platforms that are on YouTube, leave the Asabar distributors, for example, or people who are creating their movies and creating their own YouTube channels. The bulk of the people who are turning out content online in terms of YouTube mm-hmm. at a massive pace mm-hmm. are the bank-backed platforms. So if you look at your Red TV Accelerate, you look at mm-hmm. your Ndani. Mm-hmm. So if you take... And but it, so that's effectively ad spending now? Yes, now. So basically, if you take out those ones. So what you have is that those kinds of people who really should would want to put money into... Uh, terrestrial commissioning? Terrestrial commissioning have now gone to a point where they are creating their own platforms, creating their own channels, able to reach people, and now they can now track that person. So I now, if I'm watching TV, I don't know who's watching. Mm-hmm. But if I get you to go and watch something on YouTube, I can now start to build out my community, figure out, oh, who is this person? Who is Chinazawa Nuzo? From there, I can now figure out what Chinazawa Nuzo likes, and now know how I can sell him on something else that my bank has. So when you figure that out, those people are traceable. Those people are reachable. No, so the attractiveness of direct to consumer, which is basically it's, what it is yeah. like, so is very clear. Yes. However, the reach. So there's a reason why even in America today, with all their streaming hoo ha ha, seventy percent of all TV watching is linear. Yeah, but Nigeria <laughs> doesn't follow that now. No, my point is that because we have invested look at it, most, in linear. Most people, most people have abandoned TV. If yes. you ask people right now, when last did you watch a local TV station? Yes. So that's, and I ask uh, any uh, member uh, of the crew. Most people of what demographic? So the, the demographic that you want, the 18 to 25s, mm. left. So the issue. So you are now left with your uncles, aunties, mothers, fathers. So then you see, but you I can also. Feel like the 18 but here, but, but yes and no, right? Because you can also program for older people because they have spending power. So the so the general, the honest truth is this. There's like one of the, I, mean, I say this every time I get interviewed and they ask me what's the thing that I want. People always think I'll say more cinemas. The thing that actually industries need is TV. Like it, they, we need a local. Yeah. I mean, look at oh, look at Bollywood. ZTV, people think about Bollywood as the cinema, the cinema which right is also a big part, but the massive spend is local TV. Yeah, No, no, I totally agree. So, so TV, which is why I've been talking about TV a lot in recent times, because I also feel the same way you do. And, but I don't think they're ready, so I'm, I'm, not, no. I'm not the one that's going to get them ready. But, <laughs> that's again, me I, but I think we talk a lot more about it, because a lot of people aren't talking about yes, it. Yes, because... A lot of people aren't pushing that much for it. If I you look at what, it, what's that from? Uh, the silver screen much. is TV, Abby. Silver screen, what's silver screen? Sorry, they keep, the way there's, there's a nomenclature for it, cinema is one thing, TV is another thing. Yeah, yeah, small, yeah. No, but silver screen is cinema, sure. Yeah, silver screen is cinema, I can't remember what TV is. But when you figure Bronze? it out, <laughs> so what you want to figure out is, how, for example, do we create content? So for example, we have this podcast, it's a nice thing, it works on YouTube. Would this podcast, for example, work on TV? I don't know. When we're interrupting all the celebrities that they want to see. No, <laughs> but it gives you an opportunity to get celebrities to talk. It lets you have a conversation with them. So now let's ask ourselves the question. Would, please, you as the audience, you watch this. Do you think this will work on linear TV? Well, we're English speakers, so I don't know, sure, but maybe. I don't speak pigeon. Maybe, maybe. So, so again, is it that wow. the format? You tried to speak pigeon and Yoruba came out. How do you feel? How do you feel? I'm trying to say I can speak pigeon. Say I can speak pigeon in pigeon. You can wow. speak pigeon now. No, say it's in no, pigeon. No, she said she, she said Moshi. <laughs> she basically said in Yoruba no, no, that, that I can speak pigeon. That I can speak. I sabi talk pigeon. I sabi. Thank you. <laughs> I can not be teaching you how to speak pigeon. 
actually, I wrote an entire script in Pigeon. I can actually. No, um, none of the actors followed this. Are they flow for Pigeon? Uh -huh. Are they? Are they? Are Pigeon well? Uh -huh. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it. Took you long enough to get there. <laughs> so, for me, sir, I think that I think there are more. I think there are more open. Like. <laughs> I think there are more opportunities out there. And as a production company, do, do we start to stretch out? As much as we're stretching ourselves with film, it, does that create opportunities for you to stretch yourself in other areas? Mm. Can we start to create other bits of content that are not meant for the, for the cinema, but are meant for smaller screens? Mm. So this podcast, for example, is meant for the smallest screen possible, which is your laptop or your mobile phone. Mm -hmm. Are there other opportunities for us to create things that are maybe for TV but not for cinema? Are, we, are there stuff that we can now put that are meant for, that are serialized and things? I don't know. But so those the, are So the challenge is how do you separate it? So, like, so there's the what is, and this is where the corporate hat then comes on, right? Because, you're, because you see, there's a thing that like, if you have more than three initiatives, you have, you have too many initiatives, right? So you have the cinema of it all that we're focusing on. Mm. And we have the global streamer stuff, like our deal with Amazon, our deal mm -hmm. with Netflix, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then we have the podcast and the media, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So you say that we are chasing three things and we know what those three things are, we are very clear. So like we know how to attack them. So like at the head is now on a swivel to say, okay, what are the other adjacency opportunities that you can go into? Yes. But you see, if the opportunity is not an adjacency, it's a whole new setup, then, it's a, then, it cre then you either have to build an entire new team to attack it. You can't really, because it can't be the same team that is cracking the cinema of it all, mm -hmm. that is chasing, um, how do I make a YouTube film? Like, it's not like that, it cannot be, so, you get, no, so the question you. is like, how, and at some point, right? Because all media becomes all media, because look at Disney, right? Look at um, Universal, look at Sony, look at everybody. They are multimedia, multifaceted companies because they want to touch you everywhere. Yes, I mean, that's, what, that's where I'm, that's, because that's technically, where I'm going. Because let me give you a simple example, right? If we were in, if we were in, America, we would create a superstar game targeted at women trying to basically, almost like that Kim Kardashian game, right? It's a simple mobile skin, become a, become a star in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. It's a very basic thing, right? That is a simple game, you, you, you have some buy this hair, buy this, this, buy this, that, mm -hmm. right? Because it's a no-brainer. You hand it off to a developer and they'll release it and you push your marketing dollars behind it and drop get it done. Dropkick this producer that's trying to group your ass. Hmm? Yes, exactly. That's one of the exactly. The point is like it's a very. The point is like that is a monetization play. But we don't really set up because you see all those random games eh, mm -hmm. that people don't really help. They sell a million copies and then they disappear. And it's another revenue stream. So my point is like eventually you will chase all those things down. But we are still in the building, early building phase. So no, that's I don't really understand that. Where so that again, you don't you don't want to get too far ahead of the market where you are now too early. Yeah. Right. But it's just one of the things that we just need to just be aware of and yeah. just need to plan. Yeah. And you see how we've been talking about it, like we've not had this conversation behind the cameras. <laughs> it's for every other person to also just think about these things. Yeah. Um, because this industry needs to get to where we all hope it would get to. Yeah. And it's really us, anybody who's, again, the mm -hmm. lack of barriers of entry into the space Make it so easy for people to come in and so long as you have the great ideas and you're good at executing yeah. your ideas. And you have the funds. The sky, exactly, you have the funds. The sky is your mm. limit. So these are all conversations mm. and these are opportunities and avenues mm. to come into the space as well. Yeah, because we need more people. Like nobody builds a billion dollar industry by themselves. It's, yeah. not, it's, not, it's not humanly possible, right? Yeah. Especially this market. Nobody builds a five billion industry. And the honest truth is that like you can feel that like there's a 10 billion industry 
in, in media. I don't, however you split it, film, TV, blah, 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 mm -hmm. is, is, is billions of dollars, right? Yeah. Just like how they are claiming billions in fintech. There is more you money. Claiming? No, no, what I mean, like <laughs> they are claiming, like they are they're, raising it. They are raising, right. yeah. They're so they are claiming those valuations, right? Not that it's fake. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. No, it's just that you know, like, like valuation is there. That yeah. look, if you look at the again, it's not as if it's physical cash that the, the money is there. But mm -hmm. if you look at the growth potential of this business, yes, yeah. is value that. that when, is. when you know finances, sometimes I just look at it that the people that sit down and say, okay, because this business is doing this, they can be all those things they call futures and all those yeah. things. It's so interesting that it's human beings that are setting all those Yeah, because it's because, because the honest truth is this, right? And as someone said, to do anything, you have to be an optimist. And you have, and mm -hmm. by, you have to believe that the future is better than the past, obviously, right? And so what people value is a better future. Mm -hmm. If the future is not better than the past, then there's no point in giving you money, yeah. right? That's the mistake I always tell people who are pessimistic. Even if you are right, it just means that you're going to be poor. Because mm -hmm. technically... Nobody values a pessimistic future because there is no there is no money in it, and there's no hope. <laughs> no, it's not. No, leave aside. Okay, I'm talking about purely from a financial point, standpoint. Point, so yeah. if you tell me you're a beer, right? Mm -hmm. So in Nigeria, you say, okay, the Nigerian film industry will never succeed. Mm. Then nobody will invest because yeah. everybody is forward investing yeah. for the future. Yeah. And if there's no future, then, what's then the everybody should stop investing. Yeah. So you see, the, and that's the thing for me. And and so one of the things I always tell people is that like the future is like you cannot have people believe the future more than you. Right. So, I mean, they got Netflix came into this market, right, roughly and in a time when in 2019, when they came back into licensing in a big way. Mm -hmm. And they literally, for them alone, now, this didn't go all the way to the industry, but they significantly increased the value of Nigerian content yeah. by the license fees that they paid. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right. And it was one company. Mm -hmm. Amazon has now come. Disney is coming. It's HBO is coming. So this is just the foreign investment yes, into this space is going to create a pull effect on the value of Nigerian content, right? That also creates opportunities for YouTube. So look at um, CK. Mm. CK blowing overseas led to his Love One Disney video doing 300 yeah. million views. Yeah. Now, imagine if you are a filmmaker, well, not a filmmaker that has a film on YouTube that goes, sorry, on, on a Netflix that goes global, right? But, you're, but you have other films on YouTube. People will come and search out your other work, like one actor. Oh, I liked um, Sharon. Oh, or, that's usually or, what happens. Or Bovi mm -hmm. in something. Oh, look at Bovi's um, visa on arrival, or Sharon in um, Skinny Girl in Trans. No, trans. but that's usually what happens because if you yeah. watch one of our movies, like you like the person. I mean, there's there's if you there's a new TV show called Atlanta. This particular season, I think episode five, the characters. Uh, what's that guy's name? Childish Gambino. Yeah, Daniel Glover. Yeah, nah, and like if Stanfield's, mm -hmm. that's one of the remember that was in okay. Day Four, mm -hmm. literally was in a Nigerian restaurant mm -hmm. watching TV and they were watching a Nollywood movie yeah. and it was, what they call it, Genevieve's movie. And he, the guy basically goes, yeah, the movie is titled Sharon Stone. <laughs> right? Okay. And tells them that... Uh, the movie could very well have been but it was, No, it was. It's a, it's a famous movie. It's a famous Genevieve movie, yeah. It's a famous Genevieve movie, Sharon Stone. She was like in a wedding dress and she comes into a room, sees a bunch of veteran Hollywood actors, they all start laughing at her and she faints. That was, yeah. see, that was the entire scene in that movie. Now, you can imagine someone like that. Someone would do a search on Sharon Stone, Nollywood, Sharon Stone. They see Genevieve in it. You end up seeing... What they call it? What's that a movie that was on Netflix? Lionheart. 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 Then you can now see YouTube, a bunch of our other movies that are old movies that are on mm. YouTube. Then you love someone in one of those films and you, you want to look for that, look for that and, and then, then it continues yeah. to play out that way. And next mm. thing you know, you have a bunch of people who have never been to Nigeria, but now know Nigerian actors like the way yeah. we know Tom Because Cruise. one of the things you should and pay attention K to K randomly, K right, if you care about stuff like this, 
Um, go and look at almost all, go and look at, pay attention to how many Nigerian films have charted in, the, in South America. Not in the Caribbean countries, though, in yeah. places like Brazil and, and stuff, because it, it will tell you that Nigerian content is having, is having an interesting global moment. And Nigerian so the opportunity for investment is very plenty, and it's going to be interesting to see what happens next. So this is the end of this season, which we think is season four. But which was very optimistic. It was a very <laughs> optimistic season. It, it basically was one of the brightest seasons ever. <laughs> and we hope that season five will be way better. Yes, where we have more guests, more fun, and hopefully still just one solo episode to wrap it up because people will still be coming. Zulu, last word. Last word. <laughs> <laughs>